today we'll be moving on to king henry the 5th so last class i told you about henry bolingbroke who is who happens to be the cousin of richard the 2nd with henry sitting on the english throne we have the beginning of the lancastrian house the house of lancaster sitting on the throne i hope you remember henry the 4th was otherwise known as the duke of lancaster he assumed the power and by the sanction he got from the parliament so in his last days he was affected by a skin disease and anyway his health had worsened and uh, one thing more that was uh, worrying him was that his son henry uh, also by the same name was eager to take over the ruling of the country and henry the father henry would not permit such an action but anyway he was dragged he continued till his death bed till his death uh in 1413 and with him you have uh, the end of the first person who brought the house of lancaster on the throne of england now we are moving on to today we are focusing on henry the 5th now his reign was a very short period almost just about 10 or 11 years but uh, this man was regarded to be a fairy tale king because he was brave he was handsome he was loved by the people of england he was a, a true king in all senses just like the earlier uh, anjavan kings who were known as fairy tale kings he knew the people uh, had to he needed the support of the people rather than the support of the parliament and remember i had told you henry the 4th when he had taken up the part he had given orders to get richard the second murdered and richard the king who was actually the favorite in the eyes of the people okay there were many people who loved him for his angelic look and his calm um, composed behavior so when richard was not given the order richard who had been the king of the anjavan dynasty was not buried uh, decently he was not given a decent burial he was ordered to be killed or murdered and he was buried in the castle where he was held captive so uh, henry knew that if he had to win over the uh, honor and the love of the people what should be done what could be done was he should remain he should try to uh, revive people's love for him so the first thing he did was that he uh, took up the body uh, of richard which had been uh, buried in the uh, close to the castle he took it out from there and he gave he conducted a, a decent burial ceremony for the deceased king rather than his father okay rather than his father richard second was buried decently at uh, westminster abbey just close to his wife where he had already prepared a tomb the body of king richard was actually disinterred nu parayunnathu avadnu edukkunu verundathu eduthe it was buried with full honors in westminster abbey so this pleased the people of england and the second thing he uh, did that he, he was a very chivalrous or a very energetic man so he wanted to be remembered in uh, the minds of people as a great hero so therefore that the next option before him was to revive the 100 years war that had been forgotten for the time being the 100 years war began when during the reign of edward the 3 the 100 years war and during edward's reign there was a period of victory so here again henry v what did he do he revived the 100 years war that had been forgotten anyway the parliament uh, gave up gave full control or give uh, where uh, they they won the respect and love of the king 
and the people were also happy with the king anyway these uh, two uh, the french men and the english people they started their power for their struggle for power continued and uh, so what he uh, embarked upon the 100 years war and one thing you should remember about henry the 4th is he is the one who supervised the building of the english navy uh, because he reorganized the fleet of ships in about 1415 he created he um, saw to it that men were trained with they were given the best of weapons they were given a uh, training to fight on land and on water that was a new technique that he brought forth till then people used to fight only on land but with uh, henry's supervision he built a lot of fleets fleets nanna velli ship okka padudu and he swept all he captured all the neighboring places that is the the neighboring uh, counties of france and then uh, uh, but one thing was there it is the time of the plague and pandemic and all coming up uh, it's just over so people were um, they were uh, most of his men were attacked by some kind of a disease and he lost many of his men so he retreated and then he decided to meet them again later on and uh, it is said that at the battle of agincourt it's a very famous battle at the battle of agincourt uh they the english force was against the french people they were very few in number uh, many of but even then the french nobles many of them were captured and they were asked to be uh, the french government or the french uh, the aristocracy was asked to pay a huge amount as uh, ransom anyway the french king recognized uh, by the so as with the victory at the battle of acting at again court what happened is henry won a victory and uh, he uh, became the hero of his people and there was a treaty the treaty of troyes which was signed in 1420 whereby the french king recognized henry as the heir okay and the french king what did he do he made the uh, relationship all the more strong by getting his daughter catherine uh by marrying catherine uh, the daughter of the french king that's a very important point uh, henry the 5th marries catherine this is a very significant uh, event i'll mention about it later on but you should remember henry 5th won the battle uh, the 100 years war between england and france was going on the first phase of battle was won by the english forces and that battle was uh, the, the the enemies were faced or countered at agincourt there by the treaty of troyes Henry V was declared by the French king as his heir as the heir to the French throne and the relationship was bonded by uh, bringing about an alliance between Catherine the daughter of the French king and Henry V so um, this made um, Henry V all the more stronger because he got the uh, uh, the kingship of France he has all the land in Lancaster or the like the house of Lancaster or became all the more um strong but uh, one uh, black mark upon uh, henry fourth's life is that he was uh, very um, he was very cruel towards the lowlands the lowlands who had been ruling over uh, who had been preaching they were persecuted and this was a big matter of concern for the people of england yeah for whatever it is yeah, that is just one aspect about henry he was regarded to be the first truly national king of england because he revived the nationalistic spirit but he had a very short period 
as um, as king anyway war continued to break out and he uh, by 1422 uh, henry v was affected by uh, as, as a kind of a dysentery and that is how he died so henry v he ruled for about 10 or 11 years only but he initiated the 100 years war that had been forgotten for the time being then he got married to catherine and that marriage also did not remain long you should remember uh, the, the the position of his wife catherine she uh, becomes a widow at a very young age this is significant for us and we move on to henry the 6th